What is good, Blob Nation, and welcome back to the Roll Blob Podcast. Andy, it's a freaking weekend. We're about to have us some fun. We are Liddy Titty here on the Roll Blob Podcast. There is no better way to get your weekend weekend started. I'm fucking ready. Let's get going. And we're ready. And there's no better start than just us finding out today that we have 69 weekly listeners. Can it get better? Like the horniest No one's ever climbed the mountaintop faster. Like the horniness is at its peak. There it is. is Look, mama, we made it. This is the pinnacle right here. This is fame, bro. So we're just gonna put it here in cruise control, pump the brakes, and uh, make no new friends season over here. So thank you, everyone, because we are as happy as we could be. <laughs> like we could. Like the only thing that could be better is sixty nine, sixty nine, and that doesn't and, seem to be happening every time, anytime soon. So we might just cruise here. We're we're happy. We're simple men. 100%. So, more to come on our, on our 69 party. But before that, we've got a little company news, Andy. Well, yes, we do. And we all know, as you all know, we're part of the Broken Anchor. They keep growing just like we keep growing. We've added two new employees this week. We're going to be doing an NFL show. Max Winter and Andy Batchelder are going to be doing the winter forecast on the Broken Anchor YouTube page. So, check that out. Every single Thursday, it drops at 3 o'clock. We're going to be giving their NFL predictions, their NFL takes, both good and bad. We'll find out. They dropped their first one today. Major success. They're going to do some great things. Also on that YouTube page, you can find the female brain, where Morgan Plummer is going to answer any questions us guys have. Literally anything, and she'll answer them completely honestly. Today, she completely wrecked us because she got a – Stupid question about um, what makes girls insane. Um, so yeah, she wrecked the entire male race. So you tell me, dude, that's a stupid question. I'm shocked. <laughs> now, dude, that's a stupid question. That is, it couldn't be me. Uh, Could not be me. But we've got a great show ahead for you. Um, we interviewed the literal goat, the blue blob herself. That's right, herself. We interviewed the blob. We talked to our boy Brennan Connolly about putting coaches and programs into the Avatar universe. Uh, we've got crazy Greg Marshall. We've got don't call it a coach cow comeback. We got TVP talk. We've got the AAC stealing their logo from a freaking pest company. All that and more are freaking takes across the entire sports world. So let's freaking get it. Okay, welcome to the Blobcast. We've got a couple little breaking news bits before we get into the potatoes here, our, the Blob interview that everyone's waiting for. So, breaking news, Tom Brady's talking to sports now. So, we just saw Tom Brady throw a freaking fit on national television, which is freaking hilarious. More to follow on that. Andy, Xavier basketball practice starts this Monday. This Monday. Wow. Like, I cannot grasp that. Don Ross being America fleet. <laughs> the content yeah. starts, dude. But honestly, that's huge news because this is when content starts getting out there. You start hearing about the teams. Like this is when, to me, basketball starts. Is when practice starts. 
We are full. We are completely ready to start talk about practice. Not even the game. <laughs> practice. That one got me. He, that that was well played. You got me, bro. But but literally, bro, this is when I start like literally, you know, getting ready to get ready. You know, this is when you can actually start getting legitimately excited about the college basketball season. Practice. Well, I mean, so, just like the team's getting prepared, we're getting prepared. Like, I mean, we're analyzing. We're reading. We're reading the Nuggets from Musketeer Report. This is when their content is. I mean, even like recruiting's down. They're moving more toward into. <laughs> Doing the content all off season, bro. We we don't even get ready. We even we stayed ready. I mean, we're twenty four seven, but like we can start like it's new stuff every single week now. So get it's ready because we're gonna be we're gonna be going all Greg Marshall on you, punch you in the face with information. We got to throw punches on deck, which is a great segue into Greg Marshall's a psychopath. We just learned like half an hour ago, um, <laughs> which is surprising to literally no one. And, um, I mean, the AAC is gonna do that to you. <laughs> that will. And I really do want to bring awareness to NSU. It doesn't get enough love these days. I mean, in 2020, we're trying to bring awareness to a lot of issues that have, you know, gone by the wayside. And I think that you need to hug an AAC fan next time you see one. In all honesty, it's a tough life, man. It is a tough life for an AAC fan. I mean, Just, especially well, ones that have inferiority complexes. Which is every single one. Like, it's I mean, all it's their toys, bro. They, they all have some kind of inferiority complex. Give them a hug. Say, you know, whatever the case may be, I mean, these humans. It'll grow one day. They will drop. Just have a heart, please, and just show them some love. Please. For about 14 seconds, and then you can start shitting on them again. Because they'll probably say something stupid. Like ESPN Plus is where it's at. Big East and give them a hug. Yeah, so Greg Marshall, if you you didn't see all jokes aside, you know, is throat punching people, punching people in the back for parking in his parking spot, all kinds of crazy shit. Um, right. The Dwight fruit of the coaching world strikes again. And are we shocked? No, of course we're not shocked. His wife has been a documented psychopath since the beginning of time, uh, heckling players after losses. And I mean, first of all, they live in Wichita. So is there any camera crew who gets the crazy shit? You know, it's not surprising to me that it's coming out like five years later, just like it's 1985. Um, but yeah, Greg Marshall's a psychopath. Andy, do you have comments? Well, um, other than the fact that it's the least surprising thing I've heard all day, like I was probably more surprised that um, Gronkowski caught a first down than I was um, yeah. Greg Marshall punching someone because he parked in a fucking parking spot. Um, you know, he, as, like, as the authority on such things, are, is Greg Marshall canceled? I as the king of being canceled, I think I'm gonna. I'm willing to say it. He's more canceled than I am. He is C O N S O L L E D. Rest in power. Double L. <laughs> I mean, but then you, he's in the AAC. He has no power. And I'm gonna go on record and say, if you're a male with a middle part, you should just check yourself into an asylum right now. Yeah, that should you, be the first red flag. You're a certified psychopath. So we got one coach getting canceled and another coach having a comeback. Andy, Coach Calipari coming in hot. Best comeback since Kim Kardashian. So the underground MVP is Twitter, as, as always. Um, so Twitter did what Twitter will do, and they, they slowed down the, the really shitty Coach Cal video. And it revealed about 15 seconds of gold of just him just talking crazy and saying that Chris Mack is psycho, he's out of his mind, and all this crazy shit. And 
we're not really giving credit to Coach Cal here because this wasn't his doing. It was Twitter's doing. And this, For sure. this was all just, you know, bullshit that he didn't even mean anyway. Um, him just being facetious. But it saved the day and made it at least halfway interesting because his response was trash. <laughs> like, the fact that um he sped everything up as if someone wouldn't slow it down to figure out what the fuck he said. Right. Um, like, that's really got me. Like, you knew this was going to happen. And I mean, I know he did his 50s, but you know that Twitter's going to do what Twitter's going to do. Oh, God. There's going to be someone out there. Like, there oh. are 14 billion people on Twitter. 1.6 million followers. <laughs> someone's going to find it. Someone's going to slow it down. Likely going to be a Louisville fan. Uh-huh. And we know how, uh, we know how crazy some Little Brother fans are. They're yeah, going to find a way. And, and Twitter, please, just sponsor us, please. This is, you know, plug one of one million. Twitter is one of the best things that ever happened to us. Like, tw- Twitter is the, like, it's the greatest part of my, of my day. We don't deserve Twitter. We really like, don't. It, it gets me through work. Like, yeah, we don't deserve Twitter. I go insane when I'm going for Twitter. It was great, and uh, enter in the Undertaker sitting up meme for Coach Cal because he's back, and uh, <laughs> there's life. The Kentucky-Louisville rivalry is back because I'm willing to say that it's been rather boring the past couple of years. It really has. I mean, Louisville's been in a weird spot, but even before they were in a weird spot, they were still getting their asses kicked. Like, they were, um, like they were little brother out the ass. Like, there was... They didn't need to win, like, one out of five instead of, like, one out of nine. It's, it's pretty rough. It's pretty fucking rough. And I don't envy that rivalry in the fact they play two times a year. I, I, want, one, I want one a year. Two years, bro. They, they play once a year. Um, they do. I feel like they just play more often, but maybe I'm yeah, 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 It's only it. once a year, which I think that's a, that's the way a rivalry should be. That's why I downgrade as great of a tradition as Duke and North Carolina are. I downgrade it because they play twice a year. It doesn't mean as much. Now, um, there are two, there's still two incredible games, no matter how good or bad the teams are. Like North Carolina was bad last year without Cole Anthony, uh, and they why still made two great games. Team? I put Louisville in the SEC in my head for some reason. And um, I guess – I mean, I guess I need to educate full, you. Full disclosure, it's 1230. So, Cap had to get fact-checked for the first five minutes. So that's about the most on-brand thing of all time. But those are our little quick hitters before we get to our interview here. So, Andy, we interviewed the now-retired Blue Block. But still, like, we got some great input about – she spent four years – being the blue blob, the the goat we love today, our king slash queen, our namesake, the reason we are here today. We just Hashtag interviewed blob her, nugget. and I Hashtag I'm, blob I'm so many blob nuggets. <laughs> and we got we got some blob bombs too. Big old blob bombs. So without further ado, we will cut to the interview with our Lord and Savior. Sorry, John Santa, the blue blob. Okay, so we have the blob herself, the legend, the goat, Hallie Holman. How are you doing? Great. How are you guys? Awesome. Great to have you. I'm starstruck. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, forgive us if we're like deer in the headlights because this is like literally talking like LeBron James, bro. Like literally the namesake, like this is like you are how we got started. So honestly, like I think I need to bow down. Like, Thank you. I need Thank to like make you. sacrifices. 
<laughs> oh, no, we're not that far. Blob is gaining popularity slowly. That, that it is very quickly. Um, Andy, do you want to get into her background real quick? Oh, yeah. Um, so the first thing I um, kind of wanted to know is, like, you know, where all you come from, uh, why you chose Xavier, and why the hell you chose to put on a big costume full of blue carpet. Okay, so I'm from Cincinnati. I live 20 minutes from Xavier. So it was kind of an easy decision. They gave me the most scholarship money. So that is how I ended up there. As for the blob, I would say it started out as a joke. I did not take it seriously and I didn't know I was going to get it until I got it. And I was like, oh shit, here I am. I made it through the tryouts. So I talked with our pre-med advisor and she said, surprisingly, a lot of pre-med students are the mascots. And she didn't understand why pre-med students were attracted to this. And little freshman me had no idea either. So when I went to club day and I saw them, I jokingly signed up with my roommate and then went to the tryout as a joke. Somehow I made it, not realizing that that year there weren't enough tryouts. So everyone made it. Congrats. <laughs> so yeah, there I am. And four years later, I was stuck with it. It started as a joke. That could be the title of this podcast. Uh, I, that's literally, like, we were started as a joke. I, <laughs> perfect. It, it's an ab- absolutely perfect match right there. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, so can you walk me through what it's like? Like, Cintas is, is popping. It's game day. Like, it's like halftime. You're in the heat of the moment. What's it like inside that big blue hairy suit? If it's a men's game, we show up two hours before the game, which seems like a lot, and it can be, but that's just because we have to get the suit on, make sure it's completely clean, and then we walk around the concourse a couple of laps and then just interact with students. So that's just like the easy part of it. And then with the cheerleaders, we'll go through some stunts. We do minor stunting, not anything too risky. And then we just practice rolling across the court and hoping that you make it the whole way. Um, I will say when it is time for the blob to roll, I shut my eyes and I hold my breath and hope to God that no one is in my way. Unfortunately, Trayvon Blewett did get in my way once. So I did start to hit him and then he realized that I was rolling and he moved, thankfully, because he can see and I can't. You have to because I just shut my eyes and roll. Um, so, I just hope that I'm rolling in a straight line. Uh, as far as I've seen, and the gift proves proves it that we post before every um, we drop every podcast. You were in a straight line. Uh, so it looks good. I am getting ready to. Um, I I got challenged to a marathon. I wonder if you can um, take my place and roll the entire way. Whew, that'd be pretty dizzy. I will say at the end when the blob fake falls, that's not a fake fall. We really are so dizzy that we can't stand up. Oh my so, God, that's great. It's just claustrophobic in there. You don't know what's going on. You just hear things and you're just rolling and holding your breath. Like, how, how long can you hold your breath? I don't even know. I don't feel like myself when I'm doing the rolls. It's an out of body experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be. I bet you just get in there and just get in the zone. Do you wear you do. one of those, like, water backpacks with, like, a little nozzle attached to your mouth? Or you just, no, like, drink, because like, we a have to roll, so it. you can't have that. I feel that just Does the suit ever get washed? Does what? Does the suit ever get washed? Um, once a year. <laughs> Otherwise, we clean it ourselves, which is, you don't know how well we clean, but 
You have to hope you that the person. That in there, yeah. yeah, we have to hope that the person yeah. before us cleaned it, and if not, oh well. You deal with it, yeah. And um, once again, I'm going to bring this up. My aunt was a blob once. She said she said it was the most disgusting uh, experience. It smelled so bad. Um, so I'm guessing the person before her, which who was her drunk roommate, did not clean it well. Could be the case. Yeah, it gets cleaned after the Big East tournament, and then it's that's it. I right. go Xavier. Go I like a dirty blob. <laughs> Honestly, I mean a sweaty blob is just that, that's right on brand for what yeah. we talk about. Exactly, and you're trying not to wear too many clothes underneath there. So I mean, you've just got on shorts or spandex and a sports bra and a headband. That's it. That's it. I love that, it. that is it. Knee-high socks, top it off. Just chilling in the blob sauna, having a great time. Yeah. It's the best when it's halftime and you're allowed to go and get a drink and you're in the practice room and then people are looking down at the window and you're just kind of chilling outside the suit, half undressed, and, oh, hi, kids. Sorry, just ruined it. <laughs> well, but now they know who you are. Yeah. So um, oh, what is the blob drinking? You got blob, blob light going? Always – no, we just get the water. I expect be- I expect better from Mario. Mario's got a supply with the sweet nectar that, of Bud Light. Need that VIP blob treatment. Yeah. All right. Um, so we've covered what it's, what's what it's like on game day. What is the most memorable Xavier game that you're a part of? Hmm. I did meet Bill Murray once. Um, Winner. So that's pretty memorable, but I feel like a lot of us have met him. So I don't know how lucky I am or not. Don't tell yourself short. That's a win. Yeah, like, like, I've, I've never met Bill Murray. Yeah, is- I mean, we were just halftime walking in through the back, and then there he is just chilling. Hey, how's it going? You should have gotten him to roll with you. That would have been a tough one. These were the Chris Mack days. Big facts. Uh, I can dream. I got a question. What's your go-to blob move? Like, is your tongue the favorite? Is rolling the favorite? What's your move there? I would say I use the tongue the most often. Everyone else is too afraid to use it, but I'll use it. I love it. I use it anytime another player is getting near and they're trying to shoot. You have the camera on you. You pull the tongue out. Everyone loves it. We we are big tongue stands. We love tongue moves. Huge tongue stands. That's a win. That's on brand. So, is it like, do you have like a dominant tongue hand? Do you switch it? Like, what's the move? So, you've got two arms, and whichever one you want to pull out, the other one has to hold the arm. So, you're holding hands in front, and the tongue is out front. So, I use my right hand, and I just swing it in circles everywhere. Or, you know, you (laughs) unroll it, and you hit kids, or put some, like, popcorn down the throat, and then it comes back out later. Yeah. (laughs) The blob's licking kids. Oh, man. We are we are against licking kids, by the way. Yeah, just to clear that up. We just want to clear that up. We are an anti-licking kids podcast. Uh, so I actually thought it was your actual tongue, and I was rather impressed um, at first. <laughs> but th- thanks for ruining that for me. I know. My two-foot tongue. <laughs> All right. Um, so there is a video that Cap posts a lot of um, – of the blob 
push the tongue out over some guy's bald head. And my question is, did you lick the head? I don't know if that one was specifically me, but I've done that many times. So it could have been. It It was definitely you. You're famous. So thank you for providing that incredible video for us. Of course. Nothing but gold. So I have heard rumors of you performing at weddings. Would you mind talking to us about what that's like? So that's very true. We do get outside events that people request, and weddings seem to be a pretty big hit, surprisingly. So whether the bride and groom want us, or it's their friends and family that order us, either way we show up and we have a good time. Stay for an hour or two. We dance. You dance on (laughs) us. Yeah. Has the bob ever been grinded on? Many, many times. I've been in the middle of many mosh pits. It's been disgustingly gross because they're drunk, I'm not, and I'm there. Yeah, I feel like if you're in the blob suit at a wedding, you'd have to be drunk or else it'd just be brutal. You would hope and you would wish, but it's never happened. So oh, I'm just not allowed? We can't drink um, because yeah. we're under athletics, so we're considered student athletes. So. Wait, so if you were to do my wedding, would you be allowed to drink? No. Like, even though you're not a part of the athletics, like you're not, you're no longer there. Right. So I don't have access to the suit. Oh, I can get access to the suit. <laughs> <laughs> He's got connections. Uh, I, I got a, I got a blob guy. I, I think we need to stand up for blob rice. I mean, I just can't think of anything worse than a sober blob monster with a bunch of drunk idiots. I know. Those are the That's times cool. when you're in the suit just thinking, why am I doing this? Why am I here? What led me to this? <laughs> right. And then you, can, then you think that you can one day be on a Roll Blob podcast interview, and then that's all the motivation you need. Exactly. Well, luckily, we're drawing attention. They're talking about, like, education reform. Right now, we're talking about, you know, blob rights reform. That's what we're here for. <laughs> we're, Should we're, we start marching the streets for blob rights? We need we're gonna it. Get it we're going to get it trending in 2020. So, all right, I have one more question, and this is about the most lit group chat of all time. I've heard about a mascot group chat. Would you mind talking to us about that? So we do have a group chat with all of the mascots in the country. We have a few out of the country. We've got some Japanese. Um, It's pretty crazy. We've got professional mascots, college mascots, and then no high school mascots. We don't let them in. No furries. That's not allowed. No. No. In this this group chat, is there any mascot that you're like, I really hate you? Like, you just suck. I wouldn't say I hate anyone, because if you ever go to a game and you need a couch to sleep on or a place to crash, you just hit up the group chat, tell them where you are, and someone comes and gets you. What's the the funniest mascot's couch you've slept on? (laughs) I haven't done that. I've hung out with the Bearcat a couple of times. They are nice people outside of the suit. I refuse to believe that. I know. That is not my agenda. Right. Who's Who's the funniest mascot in the group chat? Probably South Carolina cocky. It's actually a lot of girls. Oh. So they're pretty funny. And then, you know, you see a lot of um, ass tats in there. People like to get their mascot on their ass, and then they send the picture. So that's in there quite a bit. Wait, are you one of those? I'm not. I wish I was, but not right now. We'll we'll keep it on there for the future. Yeah. That's freaking great. I, honestly, I, I, I could not be happier after hearing about mascot ass stats. 
We do have that. Our group chat name is the League of Extraordinary Mascots. And there are currently 1,054 of us. Whoa. It's deep. I can't even handle my four. It's pretty fun. Oh, my God. (laughs) I can barely handle my 48-person group chat. Yeah, and we do a mascot secret Santa. So, like, you get a random person, you send them a gift of all your spirit wear, they send you their spirit wear. So, it's pretty fun. There's a whole different – I don't think so. I know that there are people that work with him, but I don't think the actual mascot guy is in there. Okay, okay. That's yeah, so whole different it's world so that I never knew existed until like three and a half years ago. And I somehow got drug into it. The Villanova cat put us in there. Uh, we can't daddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, do, do you regret going down this path? I don't regret it now because I have so many awesome memories and just weird random things that have happened. And I mean, I get so many cool spirit wear things and I love it because <laughs> you're getting it all for free. Who doesn't love free? Like I had to pay for this, man. What a drag that I get is. I Nike gym shoes every year. So it's got a nice That's perk. That's legit. That's legit. So um, last week we had Adam Baum on. And he was telling us this story of how he was working at, um, working at a practice and he looked over and he sees the blob over there practicing. No one's watching. Um, and I mean, it was just last year, so it had to be you. Um, it could have been. It was you. I, I'm, I'm, I refuse to believe it was anybody else. It was you. Um, what made you decide that you were going to put in like full hearted, you're going to go all in on being the best damn mascot the NCAA basketball has ever seen. I mean, we just have a reputation to live up to. We're trying to build the blob up. You know, we don't want to be under Dart's little wing. We might be short, but we're pretty mighty. Is there a Dart beef? And by the way, she calls Dartanian Dart. Apparently, they're on that level. Is there Dart beef? Like, is there, like, a rivalry? No. I don't think there is. Normally not. All for one. All for one. All for one. All the time. Okay. Fair enough. Has there ever been a mascot you wanted to fight the most? What's the most what's the angriest you've ever been as a mascot? Mm, we were at a race one time and the bear cat just kept getting in our faces and just kept yeah. just getting on our nerves. And I was like, Really, dude, I just want to push you right now. I know I'm not allowed, but if I could push you, I would. I I try to play nice. Ask yeah. me if I'm shocked. Probably not. I don't think anyone was shocked, but he was very rough, rougher than usual. He did have to get a little talking to. Someone told him to calm down and to chill out that this was a kid's fun run. So, Wait, he, yeah. he was fighting at a kid's fun run? He was just getting a little aggressive with the other mascots. Little, bro- little brother syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> That's almost as bad as a 46-year-old coach fighting a 22-year-old kid. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, one of my last questions. Do you have, like, an off-season training regimen? Like, are you, like, doing tongue swings with, like, dumbbells or, like, putting on a weight vest and doing rolls? Like, what's that look like? I just walk to and from the fridge as fast as I can, grab as much food as I can, and put it in my mouth. 
that is the only <laughs> workout I have. Smart man. <laughs> I'm on yeah, that same right. one. It's like me with beer curl. Yeah, sounds about right. I absolutely love it. <laughs> um, one of my last questions is, uh, what, what was the recruitment process like? I mean, did Chris Mack show up and give you, like, the VIP treatment, drop in some bags? Um, uh-huh. I mean, do the tour. I wish. I wish it was that glamorous and red carpet rollout, but um, it's not. You show up, and you try out, and if we need more people, everyone makes it. If we've got too many people, we have to make cuts, and sometimes it can be a little cutthroat trying to figure out who's going to make it and who's not. And there's height requirements, so – what are the height requirements? Um, blob should be under six foot, and dart should be like six one, six two. Yeah, I'm fucked on both ends. That's wild. <laughs> it's like cutthroat mascot business, man. Yeah, serious at times. I love it. Thank you for your time, and thank you for talking about the mascot life with us, and just opening up the wide world of underground mascot, you know, world which I didn't know existed. That's amazing. It's crazy. Are you down for? Uh, down for some rapid fire questions and we'll get you the heck out of here sure let's do it all right let's get it three two one let's go favorite cereal i don't eat cereal <clears throat> wrong answer off to a terrible start skyline or gold star skyline all right redeem nice. favorite greatest flavor buckeye blitz <laughs> oh all biker right scooter. yes biker scooter um, say that one more time. Oh, biker scooter. Scooter. Nice. Favorite sitcom. I don't think I watch any. Oh god. Favorite musky basketball player of all time. I like JP McCura. Good answer. W. Favorite non blob mascot. Hmm. There are lots. I oof. I'd probably just have to say the South Carolina cocky. They're just really That's a W. That's a W. Uh, New York or Chicago style pizza? New York. W. What's your favorite city? Favorite city? Yeah. New York. Is Pluto a planet? No. Oh. Oh. Wrong answer. Blob bomb. T-shirt cannon or ball toss? I don't ever get to do the T-shirt cannon. So the ball toss. That's a win anyway. Tony or three-way? I prefer Cholitos. Oh, my girl. Yes. That's a good answer. Thanks, Skyline. How's the blob celebrate a win? Oh, the blob just jumps up and down crazily and just, like, jumps on people, whispers in your ear. Yeah. I love him so much. I love him so much. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) What's your favorite cartoon? SpongeBob. Oh, that's, oh, that's a win for later. This is a W. What's your favorite candle flavor? Flavor? What's scent? We'll go favorite candle scent. Water. Anything. Your favorite, with- candle, your favorite candle scent is water? I like water, ocean, cotton, okay. anything. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> okay. Aquafina? I'm drinking tap water. <laughs> All right. Favorite fall activity? Carving pumpkins. Nuts. What exotic animal would you have as a pet? Um, a tiger. Nice. Pet band or DJ band camp? DJ band camp. Oh, Shots fired. Let's favorite, go. Favorite musical artist? I don't know. I think I'm going to go with Justin Bieber. 
Who's Bob. your favorite SpongeBob character? SpongeBob. Okay, classic. Pumpkin spice or no? Ew, no. Absolutely. That's a huge win. All right, last question. Are you pro or anti-mullet? Say that one more time. You cut off. Pro or anti-mullet? Oh, no. Come on. Okay. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Not making friends with Andy, but I think that's the correct answer. Thank you for your No problem, guys. Thanks for having me. It was great. Best of luck with your uh, your post-blob life. Thank you. Appreciate you coming on with us. Thanks, guys. Andy, just incredible stuff from the blob, man. The uh, <laughs> the, the group chat has got to be the funniest thing I've ever heard. Like, like HBET, like we have that 40-person one that keeps blowing up. We think that's too much. I cannot imagine, like, 1,069. Like, that's fucking crazy. Just in my head, I'm envisioning, like, the UNC Tar Heel, like, messaging the, uh, like, the Western Kentucky mascot, like, messaging Gritty, messaging Philly Fanatic, like, just, like, the funniest conversation in my head. Like, I wonder if, like, there, like there's gotta be some shit talk about, like, how, like, the Duke Blue Devil is talking shit to the Anteater from UC Irvine. It's just... Um, <laughs> The jokes write themselves. It's absolutely incredible stuff. All the blob nuggets. And speaking of blob nuggets, so <laughs> Howie told us that she saw JP and the D'Artagnan mascot head shooting around in Sintas. And if that's not the most JP McCurry thing I've ever heard in my entire life, I don't know what is. That is the like, I, and I got JP JP's confirmation with a picture. Um, he responded to one of my tweets, so it's in my mentions. So. Right. If you want to see the Not picture, him. you can find it. It was the Not greatest the picture I've ever seen. Yeah. Not the name I had to flex a little bit. I would just imagine like being a janitor in Cintas and you're just doing your cleaning, like, you know, freaking uh, <laughs> um, goodwill hunting style, like one in the morning, just walking around Cintas and just like you're going in to mop the uh, auxiliary gym. It's just JP shooting at one in the morning with the D'Artagnan head. Like, you just, you can't, you can't write the stuff, man. And then you meet JP and you're like, Okay, you just keep doing your business because this is just this is just right. This is this is just, normal. I can just see JP training in like the blue blob shoes, like just like just classic JP training methods. I'm here for that. I, I can see JP doing some tongue like tongue swings with a dumbbell. Watch stuff. I, mean, I don't know if we're that horny just yet. Okay, let's uh, <laughs> let's say that to Speak for yourself, bro. What that tongue do? Okay, uh, we, we we had to say it. We I, I was. I was keeping it in the entire interview, like what that tongue do, you know. I, I, I didn't want to say it, but I, I, I had what that know. mouth do in my head the entire I time. But that, we respect that her, so can't do that. Yeah, that, that tongue do a whole lot. Shots to female brain. Um, so, uh, but, oh, do you, you think? Know, um, do you think JP will play in the TBT in that head? Thank you for the segue because it was going down a, a dark path there. Oh, that's a perfect day. Uh, I like to think that he'll make a celeb appearance in, in the TBT or in, in the in the dart head. I mean, there were so many gold pictures from Everline Drive, like him in the headband and sleeves. And <laughs> that's the best thing about Dave. He's just down for a good time. I mean, you just, it, he's always I, I down to clown. In my mind, it's just like JP, Jalen, and Hank in like the same hotel room, just just engaging in debauchery. And now they're of age. Like I just can't imagine how fun that shit would be. I, 
I just just thinking about it, like I, I cannot wait for the media and the um all the pictures that we receive. Like it's it's just gonna be a fucking gold mine for a month. And I've heard you may or may not have a source on the ground there. But, a certain a certain notable Twitter account may or may not be on the ground for uh for TBP. I'm just imagining like big step like Step Brothers vibes where they like they like they actually like guacamole make bunk beds like oh, dude. JP Hank and, and Jalen Reynolds though. You, oh. uh, uh, there there are three giant clowns who are always down to um you know, <laughs> one troll and two do some weird shit for a memory. Like anything absolute for a picture. Machine. Absolute content machines. My uh, my camera roll is gonna be absolutely insane. <laughs> um, but with that, we've got more TBT news. Um, pretty big freaking news in the Navy community, and that's not just because this is a selfish endeavor for me, which it kind of is. Um, but the TBT verified account gave Xavier a shout out and announced that Xavier will be having a TBT team in 2021. Pretty damn big news. And uh, I, it for for everybody that thought you know just. We were just being idiots, talking talking shit on Twitter. Um, we literally tweeted it into existence, and it all started with my co-host right here. Like, don't it's don't real. tell me there's, there's never been a better time to be a burner, baby. Shout out to Stephen A. Uh, that's what burners do, baby. I mean, that's, that's what we do. I mean, literally, HBET and Extreme Family should talk this shit into existence. It was, it was every day. Like, literally every single day, we were getting tweets about how we needed it, and then all of a sudden, you got a DM from the it's official... Um, the world when, when Twitter can make shit happen, like, no escalators, shit tweeting Yukon into the Big East, like... The power uh, of Twitter. The power of Twitter. I, I mean, I'm being dead-ass honest, dude. There is literal power in that shit. Like, it's just hilarious that some clowns behind a keyboard can fucking make a TVT team pop up out of thin air. And it's always the accounts that don't show their face. Love it. That's, that's, that's what they say. That's what they say. I mean, dude, it's just an incredible time to be a burner. I mean, undefeated. Yeah, just great stuff, bro. So, honestly, legit big news. I mean, we're in there like skincare, baby. And uh, there's going to be much more to follow on that. But the, the shout from the TPC account is big news. And uh, all you all you can do is just in your head, just think of alley-oops to Jalen Reynolds and JP Heat checks. And it's just... It's gonna be an absolute blast. I get used to all that. Like that, those are some guys that I've missed. Um, I I miss watching them play all the time. It's gonna be great seeing them play on the national stage again. Uh, like all we gotta do is essentially, the TBT wants us as much as we want to be in it. Uh, so we field a team. We're in, baby. Yeah, we're in. So I, I think we're pretty much as good as in. There's still uh, you know a few hurdles to climb here and there, but I think. I mean, I think the, the, the bulk of the legwork is, is in place, and I think the infrastructure is there, so I don't see any reason why it won't happen. I mean, I mean, you can't really promise anything, you know, with the modern landscape of everything, but uh, I, I feel really good about it. But uh, some really big news and uh, something to get super excited about. But moving on, <laughs> the AAC, in classic AAC form, Greg Marshall might not even be the biggest story. Um, the Hot Balls, our boy, uh, sources, broke. <laughs> the fact that the AAC stole their logo from a pest control company. <laughs> Exterminate the AAC. Exterminate the AAC. <laughs> Prince of shirts. Uh, just great stuff, man. And the jokes, again, write themselves. I'm thinking of over the hedge, the fat, hairy dude. 
uh, just to face the AAC, man. <laughs> like, let's see who's under this mask. Yeah, the extermination. Like, it, it's it, it's like that um, Al dude from Toy Story 2. Literally, bro. <laughs> I, that I, is it, him. It, it, it's literally him, bro. Just exterminate the AAC. Just the most mid-major move of all time. We can't even make our own original logo. We kidding? steal from a pest control company. Like, um, I feel like it's the AAC brought to you by Bob's Bug Be Gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> the AAC, you should have sold your stock a long time ago. <laughs> if you ever bought stock, it was because UConn was <laughs> in it. Fucking idiot. Hashtag penny stocks, bro. There is nothing blue chip about the AAC. So that gave us just one hell of a laugh and crops top balls for breaking the story. Uh, and more disappointing news, though, Andy. Looks like we might not have a series after all. I, it was close. The Heat gave us a real shot. Here are the gods. They gave us something to be excited about there in game five. I must say that if you guys game thought four, that sorry. it was going to be a series, um, you were played. Um, it was close, though, man. I mean, it was a one-score game with a couple minutes left. Games two and three – were awesome games. Awesome games. But you had to know that LeBron and AD were just not letting this happen. And the, um, even if it ends up in like a 4-1 victory for the for the Lakers, I'm not going to call it a blowout um, because right. games two, three, and four were all competitive. They were all very good down to the wire. Jimmy Butler showed that he is I'm, – I'm ready to call him a superstar. Um and KCP seems to be saving LeBron's legacy. Contavious uh, Caldwell goat. <laughs> we got him, boys. <laughs> wow, dude. You, I, I never thought we'd climb this mountain necessarily. We just got some, some KCP praise from Andy, from Andy Piccarillo. I'm not willing to go full on superstar, but he's between star and superstar, in my opinion. KCP? This isn't about, yeah, of course. Of course, KCP, obviously. <laughs> nice. Um, but this has been about as good of a series as we could have possibly expected. I was talking about brother, by the way. This has been about as good of a series as we could have possibly expected. I went going in. If the Heat steal one, I'll be happy. But it just sucks, man, when they dangle the carrot like that, um, just like Kings should do in their, uh, their Roblox podcast, uh, Grace West. Sorry, had to, had to do a plug with company, man. Um, but, man, game four, they were close, man. And I feel – Jimmy Butler's fucking crazy. And I know I'm kind of going off here. I have to, He's coffee. a fucking nut, and I love it. I still think that he thinks he can win the series. He like, knows he can win the series. Like, he, he has that mentality. Like they, they are not going home. They're taking it to game seven. Like He has that person. mentality. And, he's an absolute crazy person, and I'm here for that. And, like, um, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to like call anybody that thinks that the Heat are coming back insane, but honestly, you want that kind of insanity. Like, from your fan base, from your players, from your coach, from your GMs. Yeah. Like you want like Jordan to Crawford have that conversation. When he on LeBron James. Like, remember Jordan Crawford said he thinks he's like the best player in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah, love Greg that. Greg on SportsCenter right now. <laughs> like, oh, dude, man, you made it. Did we ever actually believe that? No. The only time the AAC makes it to SportsCenter. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> I'm just cracking up laughing. Scott Van Pelt's talking about Greg Marshall. And, and the, oh my the, god. The part is on television. Dude, honestly, um, Scott Van Pelt. It, like, I mean. Oh, I, I I can't spoil the I can't spoil the Jackass Hour. Never mind. I'll I'll talk about that later. Scott Van Gogh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you nailed it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, whatever. He looks like a happy earthworm. I don't know. Sorry. No. 
unnecessary, but I, I went there. But the Heat have given us the best they can, and the fact they went to the finals is wild. Jimmy Butler gave us so much entertainment. I'm not willing to count them out, but the Heat, or I'm sorry, the Lakers are wearing their Mamba jerseys, wearing black to the funeral. So it's quite a it, It's not looking good for the Heat at all. Like they're, they're, um, the Lakers are digging, their, digging the grave. The, the Paul Bears are showing up. They're, they're booking the service. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, as good as official right now. LeBron, LeBron, and LeBron and AD are like hungry hyenas, you know, circling Simba right now. I mean, it's it's rough right now, dude. Like they're wearing the Mamba jerseys. They're doing this for Kobe. Like there's a lot of things going on. And they're ready. Like LeBron's up. I mean, he's up at six in the morning every day. And like, they just like let's call it what it is. They're just the vastly more talented team. So if they're in kill mode. Yeah, and it's like not even like even though it's likely going to be a four-one-four-two series, um, it's not because the Heat failed. Like everybody likes to focus on the failures of teams, and like they made it to the finals and didn't win, um, or even got dominated. But the Heat are a young; they they have young talent. Like it was a massive success, and I think now they're a huge creative destination. Oh, they have the to be. It might have been a bigger win for the Heat. They came into the season like seventh or eighth or ninth, you know, predicted in the West in the Eastern Park. Simply, they get exposure. Oh, huge, bro. You're, and that's a huge, crazy destination. I think they have a great culture, like a very, very, like, you know, a, a culture you'd want to be a part of. And, uh, and I think they have an open spot. I think they're one star, one star superstar away from being a contender. Um, with the development of Hero... Um, and he's kind of coming and taking the world by storm. Uh, like, the internet's all over him, and I love it. He's, he he's proven that he's a fearless winner. Jimmy, but- Jimmy Butler's an absolutely insane winner. Um, Jay Crowder's a great role player. Um, Heroes everywhere, bro. Did, did you zoom in on the picture of the fly on Mike Pence? It was Hero uh, doing the meme mode. But, um, the, he's everywhere uh, right now. I did not see that. No, I did not. You know, you know the you know the fly that was on Mike Pence, right? Yeah. It took over the internet. If you zoom in on the fly, it's it's Tyler Hero doing the meme mode space. He's literally everywhere right now. I fucking love it. I, I fucking Tyler love Hero. it. So hot right now. Like so and he, right he's now, the he's Tyler. the hot topic right now. Like he, he I, I would definitely so put the um uh the Pam Halpert holding up the hot sign. That that, that gif I love. His agent is sitting on a fucking gold mine. He's gonna have sponsorships out the ass. Oh god! Like because everybody like he's the hot one of the hottest topics in basketball right now, um, and um, he's Ultimate young. Football. He's coming up. White. Women think he's attractive, so um, the women in tune, bro. <laughs> Save some for the rest. He's got, of he's, got, he's got the he's got the love triangle going. Um, Save some for the rest of us. And, like, can I just have a crumb? I just always see him tweeting shit like Rihanna's on deck and shit. I'm just like, bro, he's living that life. <laughs> and it's only going to get better, better for him once he gets that contract, man. Dude, he can't even drink alcohol legally yet. He's already taken over the world. <laughs> oh, but you know he's, he's still... He's still throwing yeah, him back, though. We are, there are very few places, very few people in the world I would trade places with quicker than Tyler Hero. Maybe Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> and not right now. He's on IR. He's hurt. 
Yeah, not today. But maybe not in, in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, Metcalf is having a good time too. If you want to search for these dating, um, we'll, we'll move on because we can go down. Uh, I'll delete um, that so Julie doesn't hear it. I appreciate that. <laughs> she talks about her crushes all the time. It's all good. Um, Andy, Andy, your Bengals got off the schneid. Speaking of not disappointing. Here we go with the Cincinnati Bengals. That's the team we're going to cheer to victory. Um, and, and, uh, can you can we edit that out, please? Yeah, I'll fucking edit it. I don't give a fuck. Appreciate <laughs> that. Um, but the Cincinnati Bengals finally got into the win column. Not the tie column. The win column. That's two weeks in a row without a loss. Um, I'm not going to mention who we played. Um, I think we played the Chiefs. That's definitely who we played. Um, yeah, because um, Gardner Minshew is the same person as Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I'm, I was like speechless. Like not only, not only did we win, Burrow threw for th- over 300 yards, and we rushed for over 200 yards with Bobby Hart and Alex Redmond on the line. What a day! You have Joe, Joe Mixon in fantasy, you have a decent day. And, yeah, the receiving touchdown, the two rushing touchdowns. Joe Mixon fantasy owners, I think you had a very horny week. Not a bad day. It was honestly good for me just, just to see Burrow win one. I, I've officially made my stance, Andy. I am not a Bengals fan. I'm a Joe Burrow fan. That's where I stand on things. You're you're I gonna you're gonna find any way that. you can you're gonna find any possible way to not claim yourself as a Bengals fan while rooting for the Bengals every single week. It's funny because I can feel the mental conditioning in me because like I'm watching a Bengals game and like I'm rooting for them, but it's like I'm not. I don't know. It's it's a weird you know <laughs> mental conundrum that I'm in right now because I want to hate them. It's like look like at girl like breaks your heart, but you still love her. You know, it's like. I hate you, but I love you, you know, kind of deal. I have 17 of them. <laughs> like, like, like a girl that cheats on you. You're like, I hate you, but I still fucking love you, you stupid bitch. Uh, <laughs> kind of deal. <laughs> I, I see the orange and black, and I was like, I can't hate you, but I still hate you. Kind of, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, mental tug of war. But uh, welcome to the demons. <laughs> playing, playing to guess. Um, but, uh, but it's just good to see Joe Burrow, because I just feel bad for this kid, because I used to be a kid that was full of hope and dreams and you know, all this bullshit. I was Joe Burrow once, and then the world shot on me. And that's how I feel about Joe Burrow. He's this young, promising kid with all this talent and all these dreams, and he's got this winning culture. He's going to take the world by storm, but he plays in Cincinnati, so he's cursed. And I just want to see the kid make it out, make it, make it you know, over the shit. Because the, the Bengals, Andy, you know, they're undefeated. They're like father time. They're going to get you. They get everybody. No one's immune. Look at A.J. Green. You can't. There's no better prospect than A.J. Green, and they've crapped A.J. Green's career down the toilet. I just don't want to see it happen to Joe Burrow. And I see the line, and it's just low-key irresponsible to throw this kid out there. and just It's rough, dude. It, it's rough for the man. You can't not throw him out there. The dude's a gamer. Like, well, I mean, he wants to be yeah, in that I mean, bullshit. It's like, it's like you dodge ball. Like, if you dodge traffic, if you, you can dodge a ball. It's like, It'll it's prepare like, for when he does have a line. line. And letting him play in traffic, like I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> it's like he's like having an open flame over like your life savings. Like I just, I don't know. It's a bold strategy. We'll see if it pays off for him. 
It's like, I, giving I the, it's like giving the ball to Jaron Cumberland with eight seconds left from full court. I know. I like, that's a dangerous game. I just hope he stays alive for the next four years and just signs a $100 million contract with the Rams or something in three years. Fuck off. Uh, or, or, the, or the Bengals block for him. I mean, I would love to see the Bengals do well. I mean, I'm not rooting against the Bengals. It's just I know what happens. Like, I, I, I've seen the story unfold too many times. And uh, I'm not going to get my hopes up for the Bengals ever again. You're not going to be a Browns fan and get your hopes up? All right. Yeah, let, let's, yeah that's a good fucking segue. So let's get off the Bengals talking. Congrats to Joe Burrow and all that fun jazz. And it's time to tell Browns fans to shut the fuck up. At Sir Yacht. Dude, I'm actually low-key thinking about doing a Sir Yacht roast. Just like, like kind of making fun of him and like his style and doing a Sir Yacht style Sir Yacht roast. Uh, you got to be loud, obnoxious, and wrong. And just say a bunch of stupid <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, 100%. Like, Browns fans, I get it. You're excited. Like, you're having a very good start to the year. You're above 500 for the first time in, like, since the Stone Age. I think above 500 since UC's last national championship. Um, so that's a quite a fucking long time. Uh, so I get it. You're excited. I do believe you have a very good team. The best O-line in football right now. I'm about very good. Let's pump the brakes. They have the best running game in football right now. Like – they they can dominate. Yeah, the running game, the running game's awesome, but you have Baker. And Baker with time be... has been he's been really solid. I give them credit. So but... they're gonna they're gonna go as Baker goes, and I don't think Baker's great. I think Baker is an average starter. I I think the same. Um, I think, but I do think they make the playoffs this year. Um, if they keep playing the way they have have been playing, if they keep the ceiling the roof. The what is the ceiling the roof? The ceiling is the roof. The floor is the basement ceiling. Um, wow. The lucky, Andy the charms Brown. are lucky. Um, and um, LeBron I, is the I'm goat. Say, I might, I might eat, eat my own shit here. Shouts to Odell Beckham. But I do not buy the Cleveland Browns. I'm selling you Cleveland Browns. I don't think they're a legit contender at all. I think that they're a fringe playoff team at best. See, with, especially with the um, seventh playoff spot, I think they make the playoffs. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be really interesting because, I mean, they have played some not great teams. Um, Washington's probably the best defense they've played, and they have an average secondary but a great pass rush. But they have a great O line. I'm gonna say it. The Browns are not good. They're they're decent. They're the Browns are not that good. I'm I'm gonna say it. I'm I'm willing to give my cap stamp approval on this one. You bet on the Bengals. I'm betting against the Browns. <laughs> See, it's really I, interesting I once they play the Steelers. I think it's a higher likelihood that that whole situation just goes apeshit with all the egos in that locker room than it going well. I, I would bet against it just blowing up like a tinder box and it going well for the Browns. If they keep winning, those egos won't be an issue. But the moment they lose two in a row, there's panic. Odell and Baker and all those guys are going to go apeshit. I, yeah, I, don't, a, I don't see it. I don't see it, but it, it could happen. They're, they're fucking talented. There's no question about that. They're talented and, and they're really it, good up front. You look at straight skill position shit and some straight, you know, pure individual talent up there. You know what I mean? Like at the top of the league. I mean, they're loaded. I mean, the fact that their backup running back is Kareem Hunt is insane. See, um, and the fact that, like, here's my thing I'm not even worried about their skill positions. Yeah. Like, I like. I'm obviously impressed with them, yeah. but 
what's going to win them is the fact that their O line is about as solid as they as they can get. It's like they're, they're yeah. Their right guard is playing like the best right guard of football. Um, so wow, we're talking about the Browns' right guard on the World Bomb Pod. Yes, I, I'm just I'm just You're slipping on his name. It's twelve. It's it's one in the morning. I'm slipping on his name. You don't know the Browns' right guard name? I know, man. It's hey, it's, it's fucking crazy. It's Kevin Zeitler's replacement. There we go. Um, <laughs> and never I never actually cared. I'm just giving credit where credit's due. Um, and then, and, all right. Well, that is that is great news from the Cleveland Browns. I mean, but I was gonna say one one last thing here. You've had a winning record for two weeks. Let's pop the brakes just a little bit. Right. They're acting like Dayton fans. And if, if anyone on this podcast, anyone listening to this, thinks that fucking Tim Couch was better than Carson Palmer, please let me know. Please so we can know. fucking shit on you. We have stats. <laughs> I think in his best season, he threw two more touchdowns and interceptions. That was a wild take, man. Yeah, wild one take. take. One hell of a take, but, you know, leave it to Cleveland. And, um, so basically, you've had two weeks of above 500 football in the last 25 years. Um yeah. I'd shut up before, honestly, someone goes Greg Marshall on you. <laughs> That's the best answer. Okay, let's move on. We've talked more than enough about the Cleveland Browns. So, all of America is smiling tonight because Tom Brady lost. And not only did he lose, but he didn't know what fucking down it was, pulled a fucking J.R. Smith, and threw a whole-ass fucking pepper tantrum like a 12-year-old. I'm here for 43-year-olds throwing pepper tantrums. So essentially, we had a 43-year-old pulling an Andy Dalton, pulling a J.R. Smith, and then pulling a um, Grayson Allen. It's the absolute best. I mean, just, I don't know. Like, he's been for the Patriots for so long, untouchable. I mean, it's just like everything goes well for him. He's dating a supermodel, five rings, like, just has Belichick. You know what I mean? Like, it's just nice to see him struggle a little bit. I don't wish bad upon the guy, but I'm not going to lie to you if I don't grin a little bit when he's throwing a temper tantrum and throwing his iPad and, you know, slamming his helmet. That, that is a little bit funny. I must say that losing, is a, definitely a little bit funny. Losing to the fakest 4 and one team of all time. <laughs> that, that, I, I will also agree with that. That is absolutely a fraud 4 and one team. There is, a, there is an imposter among us, Andy. <laughs> They are the imposter. Don't catch yourself in the boiler room with a bear because they're a fucking imposter. Do not do it. Um, I'll, I'll buy stock in the AEC, but no, I won't. No, scratch that. <laughs> I can't say it with a straight face. I will buy stock in the Cleveland Browns before the Bears. The only good thing about the AEC is two lanes alternate light blue jerseys in football. <laughs> Did they end up winning tonight? I have no fucking idea who like, They were up they were up big and then pissed it away before halftime. It was just weird watching a game where it's like two lanes, two and one, Houston zero and zero. <laughs> Welcome to twenty twenty. I don't know. Just fucking weird shit in sports. Welcome to the show. Andy, I have one more thing before we kinda of start our sign off here. Creighton's allowing ten thousand fans in their arena for college basketball. Do they have ten thousand fans? It's actually crazy out there than you would think, bro. I mean, well, like, I know they're diehard out there, but it's, it's Omaha, Nebraska. Like a, it's covering like a six-hour radius, but yeah, they all kind of come into the epicenter there and you know pack in seventeen thousand people. But I mean, like, it's the equivalent of like a few blocks in Cincinnati. You know what I mean? It's like 
six hours of radius out there. They do, they do things different out there, Andy. I mean, they're out there, coaches throw punches, you know what I mean? But there's, there's no internet to catch it, you know? It's a different world out there, Andy. But 10,000? Bro. That's, that's honestly wild. Um, I don't know, there were 10,000 people in Omaha. I don't know, Andy, you probably know more than I do. You know me, Andy, I'm a headline guy, I don't read articles. Did I see the Dolphins are letting in full capacity? Full capacity. And honestly, with the way the way the state of Florida and Miami specifically has handled this entire pandemic, I am zero bit shocked. They have basically, they have just thrown out the words without blatantly saying, we don't give a fuck. They've been saying, we don't give a fuck. It is a dirty, nasty swamp down there, Andy. Can confirm. I mean, Andy, just imagine risking your life to watch the dog. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Like, you were you were out there, um, ready to spread an a deadly virus um, to someone's grandmother in order to watch Ryan Fitzpatrick play. Imagine <laughs> packing into a stadium next to two fat idiots with chains on with chest hair that look like the fat guy from Toy Story. Gabriel <laughs> Iglesias. To, te- to fucking risk your life in front of the Dolphins. Like, to sweat your ass off next to two fat hairy idiots. Like, could not be. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's just God bless Florida. I mean. Like they, they, uh, they just keep giving us gifts. Like, Florida man. Like, that's a giant Florida, Florida man right the there. AAC, the gifts we keep on getting, bro. Which, I mean, I don't know their numbers exactly, but – I just can't imagine. Like, they just blatantly said, I don't give a fuck about this pandemic. And here's the Bugs Bunny gift just cutting Florida off the United States. <laughs> Please. I mean, we've had enough. I mean, I'm here for Florida on the internet, just not in real life. I want to see it on my phone, not in real life. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I only want phone contact. That's literally it, dude. Yeah, Florida is a whole other beast. I can't confirm. Lived there for a year. Yeah, my sister lives there now. It's and it's absolutely wild. Seminole fans were not a fan of my baby gear for whatever fucking reason. That's what but Andy, I think it is time to crack the beers open and get to a little special edition of the Jackass Hour. We have your and I's boy, Brendan Connolly, famous Xavier fan, by the way, famous for his white and blue afro being shirtless. I've seen him on probably 5,000 pieces of Xavier media when they do videos, and it's just, like, crazy, like, uh, fan section shit. Uh, he's all over the place. Like, you can't, you can't walk, you can't walk around Xavier or really be a part of Xavier Nation, whether it's on social media or um, around campus without seeing Brendan's face, painted face with a blue he, afro. He's as recognizable an extreme fan as I probably know, other than, like, the Xavier Popes back in the day. I, like um, you may not um, may not know his name, you may not know him uh, like know his regular hair or regular skin color, um, but you definitely know that picture. Yes, you you know the afro, without question. You know the white and blue afro. I was dude. I saw his face and I was like, holy shit! <laughs> and like, <laughs> and I mean, I, I've known the kid off. forever. Um, I yeah. grew up with him, and we're neighbors. We went to the same grade school, um, played football in the backyard growing up, um, and played against each other in high school. Um, 
So I've known the kid for a while. Dude's a diehard Xavier fan. He doesn't have the same energy Cap and I do, but dude knows the stuff. We meshed really well. But it was it was good contrast. He actually did his homework, you know. And me and Andy normally just you know, <laughs> fuck do it live and see what sticks. I mean, yeah, fuck homework. I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, once school's over, I'm not doing jack shit. <laughs> but uh, but it, what, what the concept was here is you ever seen Avatar: Last Airbender? One of the best animated shows of all time. They have different nations, uh, and they have different traits and aspects that that go into that nation. It's kind of what makes them who they are. And what we did is we put college basketball personalities and programs into the nation. Avatar Last Airbender. Just to fuck around and do something stupid. It was a funny thing you saw on Twitter and thought it would be funny for the jackass hour. So crack the beers open and just enjoy some bullshit from your favorite bullshitter. And man, did we enjoy some bullshit with that. Okay. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Brendan Conley. Okay, Andy, we cracked our beers open. We're ready for Jackass Sour. We got our boy Brendan Connolly, famous Xavier fan in the building. What's good? Nothing much. How are you guys? We're doing great. So we're on a Zoom call, and I'm looking at this man with his shirt on and without his white and blue afro on, which he's famous for. So a little thrown off here. But so Brendan had an awesome idea on Twitter about ranking fan bases and coaches on the nations from Avatar The Last Airbender, which is a classic show. Uh, Brendan, how did you come up with the idea? Um, it was, it was very random. I was scrolling through Twitter one day and it, DePaul has been in the news recently a lot, uh, on s- very surprisingly for basketball. Rightfully, rightfully so. We stand DePaul around here. Um, their, their recruiting class for what is it? 2021 is outstandingly good. It's, it, it's a statistical outlier almost. <laughs> so I saw a tweet about DePaul having the, I think it was the number four recruiting class in the nation. And um, I can't remember which Xavier account was which, but someone just replied, which nation? Hold on, I'm pulling it up on Twitter right now. Yeah, it was Scoops. Scoops replied, which nation? And then Cap, you said, I think the Fire Nation. Oh, it was me? Yeah, it was you. I'm looking at it right now. I was going to give Scoops all the credit. Well, hey, still cap, so it's yeah, shout cap out to Scoops. Yeah, shout out they, they, they're all cat burgers anyway. <laughs> yeah, they are. Good, good, good idea. Six of them. <laughs> good idea. So, I think it was your idea to, to rank them or whatever. As soon as Cap said, I think the Fire Nation, um, you know, I watched yeah. Avatar during quarantine basically as soon as it hit Netflix. I, I don't know how I incorporated it with the, the college, the D1 mascots or the nicknames, but I know. Yeah, Cap and Andy, you guys are both big into college basketball. You have the pod, so um, maybe it stemmed out of that a little bit. But I, I said, you know, let's let's sort all of the mascots into each of the four nations. And an absolute incredible idea, something that had to be done. So this is what we're doing for Jackass Hour. We're saving you instead of a stupid power ranking for me and Andy. We're going to rank some notable college basketball programs in the, the, uh, the biggest programs and put them in the nations. So I think we all know, you know, initially where we're going here. There's one obvious. And that's our friend, uh, Richard Cronin. <laughs> we, all know, we all know where this man lies. We're just going to get this one out of the way so that, you know, you're not waiting for it. He, to me, is that General Chow dude. Like, that fake, fake tough guy, fire guy. Oh, definitely. definitely. Fire Nation. 
We know that. But he's trash. Like, he's not like the Fire Lord, because he's trash. But he's in the Fire Nation, but he's just, he sucks. And he dies early on in the show, because he sucks. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I hadn't, I hadn't seen Cronin as General Zhao before. That's such a good comparison. I, I think that's probably where he lies. And it's good because they got the point hat he can hide the hair. What's that, Andy? You had to find a way to throw him in there somehow. <laughs> you had to. I mean, it was, this is like what it was birthed out of. Um, and he's got the hat on so he can hide the hair and all that. So it's a perfect, perfect uh, mix for McCronin. All right, Brandon, you want to take it off, off from there? Um, what are some of the ones that stuck out to you? Yeah, sure. So basically what I did, um, I looked up the four nations and each of their char- characteristics, um, what, what defines the people within those nations. And I kind of matrixed that with – the list of division one school nicknames or mascots. And I just sorted the schools based on how they fit into those characteristics. So this research. Uh, I'm going to go, my order here is fire, earth, air, and water. So Perfect. starting off with, with fire, I think I have four or five schools in here. Uh, the first one, this was the first school I put down out of any of the four nations. It's, it's just completely obvious. Duke is right. in the Fire Nation. Easily. Yeah, out of the way yes. first. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Had, to, had to be said. They're running the Fire Nation. That's Fire Nation HQ. And Coach K is, is the Fire Lord, right? Obviously. Um, I, right. I, I would thought about saying, you know, pretty much any school that has a Blue Devil or a Devil or um, like a Sun Devil like Arizona State or a Blue Demon, shout out to DePaul. <laughs> and uh, Central, what is it? Central Connecticut State with the Blue Devil. I thought about putting all those schools in there, but um, I didn't want to be too inclusive and uh, right. get too far ahead of myself with that one. Yeah, we're clearly right. against all inclusiveness. We are. We, we trashed <laughs> that idea many times. So uh, the next one is I had the Colgate Raiders. Ooh, that, that's kind of shocking. I see that one coming. Must say. I heard they beat somebody last year. I can't remember who. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, I just I didn't even think about that one, including them. Um, so the Fire Nation characteristics are just like they're they're power hungry. Uh, they have a will and desire. They want to achieve, and they want to. It's like all about themselves. They want to take yeah. what's theirs. So you know, the mascot's the Raider. That makes sense. Um, and okay. Obviously, honestly, Fire Nation on Fire Nation crime last year. You see in Colgate, damn. And honestly, when I when I think about the Raiders, first thing I think about is the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in football. And the bad boys, like, they yeah, are the bad boys of the NFL. Yeah, like, the, like Ridiculous. you you don't really hate them. They're not a terrible team, but their their arena, uh, what is it, Allegiant Stadium, it looks like the Death Star, and, you know, their colors are black and silver and all that, so. Looks like a PS5. <laughs> I never thought of that. It, it's very <laughs> futuristic. It looks like a big-ass PS5. It's very futuristic. Like. <laughs> So uh, I'm here for it. We're covering everybody. So next team I had in the Fire Nation. This is this is honestly more obvious than Duke. Wow. The, the University of Illinois at Chicago. Their mascot is the Flames. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's it's literally fire. But Sister There's, Jean. No, Sister Jean is Loyola. Loyola. Uh, that's what you said. That's what you said, isn't it? No, Illinois, Chicago. Oh, Illinois. Okay, all right. I, think, I think they're in the Horizon League with. Uh, yeah, NJ they are. My, yeah, that's, that's, that's my, my fault. Dynasty team in March Madness 08. That was my dynasty team. Also, the, the, 
Um, I guess Liberty, their mascot's the flame, which is weird because when I looked at their thing, it's like a bird. And they're a Christian school too, I think. So that's kind of kind of weird, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. Liberty uh, or UIC? You never know. Illuminati shit. That's that's weird, but yeah, their their mascot is literally fire. So there's no way you couldn't include them. And I, uh, that that makes them a clear contender for the Fire Nation. Um, so another one, I, like we went really, you we went really deep into the archives for these. I love it. <laughs> you did. I just love the Duke to Colgate fucking contract. <laughs> we're, cover, we're covering everybody. We're covering the Fire Lord all the way down to the janitors in the Fire Lord. We are. We are. I, I have some uh, mid and low majors in here. This is the only time that Colgate and UIC are going to be in the same conversation with Duke. <laughs> all right. So, troops, you know? um, I had one more team in the Fire Nation, and that is the United States Naval Academy. <laughs> Fact. Big facts. Their nickname is the Midshipmen. So when I think about the Midshipmen, I think about like the, the big, powerful ships, aircraft carriers. Yes. And, you know, we see the big, powerful ships in – like the Fire Nation has those. They look, it looks like it has the rhino horn on the front. It, it's just right. a symbol of power. That's all it is. I was in the Navy, bro. Yeah, I can, I can tell a lot, of, uh, a lot of devils in there. Yeah, big facts. <laughs> yeah, down so in, down like, in the coal mines, bro. Fucking like Titanic scooping that shit in there. It's terrible. <laughs> Shots fired his old employer. Yeah, yeah so I, come get some. So, <laughs> so we're all Duke and a bunch of mid-majors in the Fire Nation. I mean, Duke is a mid-major, so. <laughs> it's fitting. Future mid-majors. So I'm going to guess Air Force is maybe taking the lead on the on the Air Nation. Um, I did not include Air Force. Oh, I thought that was a given. It's, it's just a bunch of random schools. You know, not everyone can make the cut. All right, so where are we at? We back? We on air? Where are we going next? Um, so the Fire Nation was clearly too much for Cap. He had to take a break. <laughs> it was hot, man. Can't handle it. He's um, energy, on, bro. It's hot in there. All right, so I'm moving on to Earth. Nice. Um, this is an interesting one. I'm interested to see what we got here. Before we get into char- to the the teams, I only have three of them, so it's probably gonna be a little bit shorter. The characteristics of the inhabitants of the Earth Kingdom, uh, they're mainly it's that they're diverse. And that they are persistent. Which I mean, if you're earth bending and material bending, you got to be persistent. You got it. You're working with your hands. You, you're getting rugged. Rocks, yeah. yeah, you're moving rocks. You're you're tough skinned. It's you're, you. You got to be persistent. Um. So this first team, I really didn't have any notes for them. It just kind of made sense to me. The University of California, Irvine, Ant Eaters. <laughs> okay. They literally live in the ground, eat out of the ground. That, it it just made sense. I don't know why. They had a weird anecdote about them. I forget what the guy's name was, but they had a guy that was 7'6", probably about oh. five or six years ago. Oh, my God, yes. It wasn't Taco Fall. It was the other 7'6 guy. I think they played against each other. <laughs> they did play against each other one time. I saw it was, it was like a viral moment on Twitter. I, I remember that. Oh, I, need to find, I need to find this dude's name. I do remember that. I already, he was like – Ant Eaters holding down Boston today, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, I will find this and yeah. When you find it, let us know. Yeah, I will let you guys know. All right. So, uh, the next school that I have, you probably think they'd be in the Fire Nation, but they're not. It is the Elon Phoenix. <laughs> Elon Phoenix. Yeah. So, my my analysis for that is, when a phoenix dies, it rises out of its own ashes. It it's it's new again. So. 
uh, that just kind of sounded persistent to me, or it's a lot of thought, it, it, res- resilient. Really. Called the Phoenix, so that was a bold strategy. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. I did find uh, the seven foot six monster, All right, and there's us. a great picture of him. Uh, his name's Mamadou Njaye. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, That's the Kenny George, the OG, seven seven. And it, there's a picture of this. This is probably six three, but he looks like Kiki Tandy trying to box him out. Um, and wild. like he's pretty much choking him. <laughs> Absolutely wild. Oh, I have <laughs> seen that picture. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> All right, back on track. <laughs> All right, so the last team I had from the Earth Kingdom, again, this just kind of made sense to me. The Northern Arizona Lumberjacks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the one. I forgot that there's a team called the fucking Lumberjacks. Yeah. Z- I think Xavier played him a couple years ago, too. I believe they came. Did. They came to the Cintas Center. I think it was 20 – it wasn't 20 – was it 2016 was Lehigh? Because Xavier beat Lehigh by, like, three points, and I thought, oh, boy, this is going to be rough here. That big tall white dude. I think it was 2015 that Northern Arizona came to the Cintas Center. I remember no, no, no. Hold on. It might have been. That was a year after that. I could be wrong. I think it was 2014 because I think that was Trayvon Blewett's first game. Okay. I definitely remember playing them for sure. And that's a legendary first game. Yeah. Welcome to the show, wow. kid. Hey, you, play, you played an Earth Nation, an Earth Kingdom team. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> My guy ruling the Earth Kingdom is uh, is Frank Martin. That's who I got ruling the fire or ruling the Earth Kingdom. Just slow and steady, Frank Martin. Okay, holding his ground. And like, I mean, he he's got he's Earth got Earth the Kingdom. grit. He does. I just see him just digging his heels in. You know, it's like that uh, like that boxing arena they got, like the wrestling arena. What I can just see him just slanging some fucking rocks around. He's just gritty. He's tough. I'm here for it. Yeah, I well, which Frank Martin from Kansas State or South Carolina? Oh, the cock version for sure. <laughs> Easily the cock version. <laughs> Why did I not expect that we're there. gonna throw cock in there? I mean, it's jackass hour. I mean, come on. Of course. All the way. I didn't remember where the fuck we are. Oh, can we? Since we're at halftime, we got both. Can we talk about who the avatar is real quick? Yes. Um, so we mentioned who you mentioned Frank Martin as the Earth King, and oh, yeah. I think we called Coach K the Fire Lord. Yes. Easily. Um, so I know who – obviously I know who mine is, but um, do you guys have candidates for the Avatar? Who we'll you see, got, Andy? For the, um, for the candidate for the lookalike, I have <laughs> Kevin Willard. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> definitely Aang all grown up, bro. That is, oh, that's weird. 25-year-old Aang. I mean, we, call, we called Mick Cronin General Zhao, but the lookalike, he could also be – Ang. Oh, yeah. No. He's definitely he's uh, a lookalike Ang, especially like the fact that Ang was like what twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Looks twelve. So. I like Kevin Willard though, because Mick Cronin, kind of like Chris Mack, like they both have just a tiny little bit of hair on top of their heads. But Kevin just Willard, a little bit. Yeah. Kevin Willard little has trouble. nothing. <laughs> so like, I'm going. I'm going Leighton Strand, man. And you got it. Leighton Strand's my avatar because he's young. He's learning his powers, but he's like. So pure, he's the man. Like, I'm, I'm here for Leighton Strand saving 
saving the universe and defending off Coach K and the Fire Nation. He's just got to develop his powers and grow a little bit, but it's waiting for him. That's good. Like, I, yeah, I see that because he was a player, so he has that right, aspect. Right. Now he's now he's a coach, so he's gaining that aspect. He's gaining all the different aspe- aspects of college basketball. I like that. And the more knowledge yeah. he gets, he's, the he's more learning, he's learning. Come. Yes. Yeah. That's the good. show's going to be about Lady Sam. But I love your candidate, too. Mine is Dan Gavitt. I couldn't remember if it was Dan or Dave, but Dave was <laughs> Dave was his dad. He was the founder of the Big East. Rest in peace, Dave check, Gavitt. Check notes, Dan Gavitt. Um, so we had um, Dave. Would that make Dave Roku? Yeah, Dave previous Roku. incarnation. Dave's the former rabbit star. Yeah. Legendary. Big shoes to fill. Yeah, I went with I went with Dan Gavitt because he is the vice president of NCAA basketball operations or something like that. He's in charge of college basketball, so. Um, I think he, he kind of has all those powers. He can do or say just about anything. And um, I don't hate the man. I, I don't think a lot of people do hate the man. So, uh, I mean, he's got the bloodlines of one of the greatest events in college basketball, which is the Gavit games. So it's hard to hate him. You, you said bloodlines, and I was not expecting the Gavit games because those are dog shit. I was expecting the founding of the Big East. Yeah, that's, that's what we're going with. I, I said greatest, one of the greatest <laughs> events. I love the Gavit games. I mean, the, the, as an event, I think the founding of the Big East was better than the Gava Games. The Gava Games are. I think that's very safe. That's a very safe take. But like, do, you, do you, you consider like the Big East an event? I mean, obviously the Big East tournament is, but the, I mean, fa- he was the, the founding of the Big East, though. He was the okay. catalyst of making the Big East what it is. I I get that, and I I love that. I just didn't think that think of that as an event. Andy, get some facts and come back and see me. <laughs> Watch Wakeham for the Big East and come back and see me. Okay, all right. We just thought of it as different things. Get I ESPN Plus and come back and see me. I will never. The Big East is an institution. It, it was founded. The day it was founded. That has to be counted as an event. Okay. Pay uh, your six ninety nine a month and come that. back and see me. I see that. I Pay see your 69.9 a month and come back. Thank you. <laughs> Pay your nice a month and come back and see me. All right. I'm out. All right, so we got our avatars here. We're gonna save the day. All right, so where are we going next, Brennan? We going, we going water? Or we going air? Uh, we're gonna go air. Um, I, I didn't follow the order of the how they say it in good, the the credits. I just kind of wrote them down. So the characteristics for air, um, you know, when you, it's it's air, it's up there. It's yeah. detached from the rest of the world. Um, they're trying to find Free. peace and freedom. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the the birds they go anywhere the hell they want. Hundred percent. Let the sail go where it goes. Yeah. So my first school is a Big East school. Ooh. It's Creighton. Okay. 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 Not not only because you know their mascot's a bird, Billy Blue Jay. Oh, this is good. But I who Creighton fans might get on me here a little bit. They are detached from the rest of the geological world. They're in Omaha, Nebraska. They're in, yes. as, as Jim Beheim would say, bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're, they're detached from the rest of the world. Especially if you like, think um, about, about it, like, just with the Big East. Um, like, the Big East is all yes. in their own world, and they are just out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yep. yep. I'm here for that. Now, Andy and I were talking about Water Kingdom for them just because of Splash. What is that? It's only because of Splash. Just threes. Um, just Splash and threes. So oh, they're, oh, they're raining threes. Okay. Yeah. But I, I think they're definitely air for sure. I mean, that, that could apply to 
Marquette or Villanova too. Well, Marquette's Earth Kingdom because of slapping the floor. Wojo. That's that's a good point. Yeah, we got the Wojo Grit. Theo John Grit. Um. Next, I have the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Oh, oh I love that you threw in rainbow in there. That's that's what they are. That's that her, at least what I found on Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia never lies. They'll it always be the rainbow warriors to me. Um, kind of in that same vein as Creighton. They're geologically detached from everything else, but um, you see rainbows and yeah. you're just in Hawaii in general. It's your you're, you're at Hawaii peace. good times. You're flying around on your little air scooter having a great time. I'm here for that. You're at peace. It's Hawaii. What else can you Perfect ask for? You can't Perfect have a bad time in Hawaii. Those are volcano hits. No you shoes, can't. no shirt, no, no problem. It's all good over there, bro. Game yep. confirmed. Drunk the whole time, flying around. It's a good time. Um, this, this third team, I really don't know why I threw them in there. Um, it, was, it was a weird train of thought. The Penn Quakers. <laughs> Quakers. Hardly know it. I love it. <laughs> Don't ask me why I threw them in there. I, I really don't know. Um, I just thought, you know, peace and freedom? Sure, Quakers, why not? And, and every time I eat Quaker that. oatmeal, I mean, I'm always at peace then. Yeah, yeah, no, I eat Quaker oatmeal yeah, every don't, day. Don't, don't acknowledge that. Don't, don't entertain <laughs> that. That's when you just give him the awkward silence and just let him sit in his little cone of shame. Bro, you got to eat oatmeal. Eat it every day for no, breakfast. Brennan, okay, see, I, I hear you. I hear you, Brennan. I've been doing this podcast for a long time. By a long time, I mean like five total hours. <laughs> you got you to gotta punish Andy when he's bad. He's like a puppy, which I'm training right now. When he says something like that, you got to put him in timeout and let him know he's done wrong. Hey, so we he gotta, kicks we gotta me out of cap lies about strong, 14 times an hour. <laughs> right. You I spent more time waiting to put, put back in than actually on there. You got to put the cone of shame on him, make his tail go between his legs and let him powder out for five minutes. <laughs> do you have a dog cap? He pees in the house. Yeah, we got a puppy. Okay, so you got to do like the Mark Titus and have him speak. He's a puppy, so Kobe, <laughs> perform oh my for the people. Five, four. He's got stage fright, just like me in the bathroom at a, at a sports <laughs> game. He's got stage fright. <laughs> Didn't come through in the clutch. What we're teaching him up though? He's only ten weeks old. We're teaching okay. him up. I'm coming for you, Titus. Coming for you. All right, so all right, last kingdom. Well, the last school I have in the uh, the air nomad tribe, the air tribe, is it the air tribe? We'll go nomad. Air nomad. They're the, yeah, they're, 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 they're the air nomads, um, and they 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 go they have temples. Uh, I have the Texas A and M Corpus Christi Islanders. <laughs> oh god, we're coming, everybody on the robot podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Corpus Christi. Um, it's, I, that, for the same reason as Creighton and Hawaii, just geologically detached. It's yep. they're on an. I don't think they're actually on an island, but that's their nickname. So if you're on an island, nothing can go wrong. I'm game for that. I'm game for that. Here for that. Cool. All right. The one that hit me for air is the Oregon Ducks. Yeah. They just do whatever the fuck they want. Wear any jersey they want. Just build you know, a $50 million arena if they want to. And they the have Ducks, a $50 million dollar track stadium. I know. Like, they're just swimming in dough, wearing different uniforms every single week, and then just throwing the other ones out. You know, they're Ducks, so they kind of fly. So I was thinking Oregon. They were, they were my, air, my air squad. 
I can I can see that. I I, I can see what you're yeah. thinking. Hundred percent. So what are we thinking for the goat tribe, which is water tribe, baby? Water tribe. Um, so for the water tribe, uh, the characteristics of a member of the water tribe, uh, they adapt, which that's what water does. It's it's oh, fluid. No. Um, there's a sense of com- there's a sense of community and togetherness, which I also took that to mean like uh, familial closeness. Yeah. So that is where my first school comes in. The Kansas Jayhawks. Wet. Um, okay, talking about Kansas. So this is where I went, like the the familial the familial sense. I'm gonna say but, wet after every team you name in the water tribe, by the way. <laughs> um. Kansas, much like Xavier, has two mascots. The thing is, it's Big J and Baby J. It's a father and son. They're family. I don't know where the mom is, but they got that family thing going. So, I'm here for that. Um, yeah, another school that you would think would be in a different nation, but that's where I decided to put them. And they're uh, opposing the Fire Nation, too. They're one of like Duke's big like, you know – Rivals, not rivals, but they're like one of the big like stoppers of Duke. So I'm here for that. They're, they're part of the Champions Classic, um, so they yeah. play each other once every three years. One of the other blue bloods. Yeah, I'm here for that. And then uh, the next one, the Youngstown State Penguins. <laughs> all right, all right, hit me with that. Massive reason. W. What? <laughs> um, Massive W. Simply put. They adapted to being a flightless bird. They're not able to fly, so they got to find something else to do. Oh, yeah, and it's Youngstown State <laughs> they, Penguins. They you can throw Youngstown State Penguins in, you do it. Yeah. No, they, that's, that's where they are. They're in the water. They swim. They can't fly, so they got to do something. <laughs> You're pulling out schools that I forgot existed. <laughs> Youngstown State, I think they just joined the uh, Horizon League, too, with NKU. Oh, that, that's you forgot wild. Youngstown State existed. Are you kidding me, Andy? Yeah, my bad. Don't worry, guys. We're going to do some education after this. Don't worry about it. Fun fact. Before I know Youngstown State existed. Our boss went before there. The, before you get canceled for freaking about Youngstown State, I'm, I got you. <laughs> I, Don't cancel him. I got him. He's under my wing. I got him. I think among the all the Division One schools, I think Youngstown State is also like the last alphabetically. That's true. I think the only, the only other one is Yale. Yeah, and that that goes YA, not YO. So yeah, yeah. you might be right. Yeah, big exactly. brain, big brain thinking here. <laughs> I learned that in kindergarten. <laughs> um, so now that I'm looking at it, this next one makes zero sense to me. That's what we're um, here for. <laughs> Jackass hour makes zero sense. Yeah. Um, the Grand Canyon antelopes. What? <laughs> I, d- I don't think they're coached by Thunder Dan anymore, but God oh, love no. them when they were coached by Thunder Dan. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, my, my reasoning for that is because, like, you know, wild antelopes run together. Like, they're their community. That's, that's all I had for okay. that one. I, I, don't, I don't know what else I was thinking there. Okay. Cool with that. Grand Canyon is known for its water. Oh, Definitely. Um, and then we're going to end on a, a, a good note. You're going to like this one. The last school that I put in the water tribe, the Pepperdine Waves. Oh, yes. 
Oh, <laughs> extremely wet. Cap, you say wet. They are literally wet. Literally wet. And thank God I, you didn't put two A's in there. That's Who? The No Soul Thane podcast. No Soul Thane podcast. We are not Tall Sane stands. If, if you're no, playing Roblob Pod Bingo, you can, cro- you can cross off your Tall Sane stamp. <laughs> take, a, take a shot. <laughs> oh, we should start that. Dude, we should have a bingo card or a shot list. Brandon, with the ideas. <laughs> I know. Fire. We should we yeah, fire so kind of, you. Kind of like UIC with the Flames. I, their, their nickname is literally their, their uh, avatar nation, so I, I had to do it. And I figured that was a good yeah. endpoint. Like, I couldn't there's, – there's nothing better than water to put in a water tribe, so. <laughs> I mean, hey, you did not. say you had some obvious ones on that right there. That's, that's smack you in the face, do a little dance, obvious. Mm-hmm. When you get the layup, you take it, you know. I'm not going to turn down a wide-open layup. Don't need to get cute. Better than two. Some people would say that. We are really educating the people at home, Andy, with the, uh, the three is greater than two and Z comes after Y. Uh, I mean, we're, we're, here, we're here to entertain, educate, and make you better people. This so not I think we successfully did that today. It's like the Sesame Street of podcasts. <laughs> All of our listeners came out more educated and <laughs> Maybe, might get that education. Cool, I guess we came to play school. <laughs> we came to play school today. We are about it. I wouldn't have seen it coming. All right. Do you guys want to rank – or put our Big East schools into Kingdom, and then we'll call it a call it a segment. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's, All right. let's start with the new edition and go UConn. What are we thinking? Let's see. Was that you or your dog? That was the dog. Now, now that now that he doesn't, we don't need him barking. Now he's barking. <laughs> he finally spoke. We do sound really similar though, so I'm glad you asked. <laughs> All right. All right. So UConn, I'm saying UConn's Fire Nation. They want to see the world burn their assholes. Yeah. Like throw them in the Fire Nation. Especially like based on their Twitter presence and their fan yeah. base and their coach right. is hot balls. So yeah, they're, they're fire as fuck. Like the balls are hot. It's. I think that's obvious. Yeah, Fire Nation. What do you say, Brennan? All right. So you guys are going program as a whole. I'm going mascot yeah. and nickname. I'm saying Water Nation. It's husky. It exists in the cold. Okay. Pretty good one. I, I like I like the uh, the two sides of the spectrum there. Pretty all pretty right, much all of Water over. Nation. They they live in igloos. They have ice houses. All that huskies would thrive in that environment. Big uh big northern northern water tribe side. And um, let's go Butler here. Andy, what do you got? Butler. Ooh. Let's see. So if we're I'm gonna stick with the um, programs as a whole. Um. See, like, I think of – I'm going to put Butler in the – I'm going to go air for them. I'm going to say they have no bending ability at all. They're one of the non-benders because they're just useless. Fuck them. I'm going to well, go – That doesn't mean they can't be in a tribe. Yeah, yeah but they're not just because they suck. <laughs> so – Oh, shit. So, what, what, see, I want to go fire because their their fan base, I mean, it seems like they want to they want the world to burn, but I don't they're know if they're power. Yeah. They're just shitty fire nation people. So 
Very Mick Cronin-esque. <laughs> that, that's exactly who I thought of. Like, they, they want right, to be Fire Nation, but they're just not powerful enough. Brendan, where's a bulldog belong? I, I want to go stock answer here and just say, like, Earth. Right. That just because it's, it's an animal. It's they're just not Earth. solid at all, though. That's so ramp. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going air because that's where their fans um, – that's, that's what their fans' heads are full of. Okay. That's fair. Especially, uh, what's his name? Uh, is Section 19 on Twitter. <laughs> Ovid Butler. Ovid Butler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Everyone's boy. Everyone's shout out, shout out, triggered Ovid, Ovid Butler. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Trump won the debate. Um, <laughs> Hashtag the fly won the debate. Well, that, that is truth that right is. there. With, with the hero <laughs> fucking mug on. Okay, let's go. We did Creighton. Let's go to Paul Blue Demon. Paul's the avatar, in my opinion, because we stand, we stand to Paul. The Paul can do no wrong. The Paul's the master of everything. The Paul is the avatar. They, like on one hand, I mean they're demons. Fact, uh, but they're like the good demons, like the friendly ghost kind of. I get big cats. There's such thing as a friendly demon. I want to meet oh, that. Of course. Yeah, good demon. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're friends they're with de- demons. You ever heard of making friends with demons? Can't say I have. Well, you start make friends with your demons, but maybe you won't, I mean, won't play a ghost anymore. You won't be canceled to make friends with your demons. Yeah, their nickname, their nickname is the demon, but like, I mean, they're getting some good recruits, so who knows how they're going to be in the next season or two, but it's, it's just been for the longest time. No one was ever scared of them. <laughs> they're the <actual. laughs> um, So I, I think for that reason, they are air nomads because they just kind of disappeared. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Georgetown. We all know my answer. Air Nomads because yeah. they used to exist and they used to be a thriving thing and now they're just not existing. So Georgetown Air. Good. Um, I will. I will also go. Um, Georgetown Air. I would have put UConn in the air. Um, because they literally did not yeah. exist to us for a little yeah. while. So, um, but they're also the they're gaining more power. So. Um, I'm gonna go like, or, like or at least said. they think they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going by mentality, <laughs> right, Brendan? What you got? Um, yeah, I'm gonna say error as well. Or um, Providence. Um, I mean, because with Marquette, I want to say like Theo John is a Hulk. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, he's Theo John's that dude from that episode where they're in the wrestling ring for sure. The Boulder. He's, uh, the Boulder. The Boulder. <laughs> Theo John's the Boulder. Big fucking stupid fucking Hulk. The Boulder Smash. Yeah, he's definitely so, the Boulder. So Theo I, I looked foul out with no points. I will see that up. happen. Um, yeah. In up. in Avatar, the Boulder is actually voiced by Mick Foley. Okay, he's, he's voiced by an actual wrestler. I'm actually very happy about Johnson that. He was portrayed after Dwayne Johnson. Um, I, th- the I think they wanted that. Dwayne Johnson to be the boulder. I think he turned it down. Something like that, yeah. All right, so Providence. I don't know. Providence. Who cares, honestly? I don't know. And who are we talking about? Yeah, I don't even know who the fuck this team even is. Do you uh, even care about Providence? Fire Nation, because their mascot can burn in hell. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. We don't need to spend any time on Providence. I don't and, need to waste my time. And um, I'll just say a quick thing. Like, I, I agree with Fire Nation. 
um, simply because um, obviously uh, they do want to watch the world burn. It really seems like with the way they act and the way they think they have power, but they don't. They're kind of like the Mick, Mick Cronin side of Fire Nation. Yeah, fuck them. Moving on, St. John's, another fucking who cares? And, um, Do they have I wish they still had Chris Mullen. This would be a much more fun conversation. It would be. Much more fun conversation. I don't fucking um, know. St. John's. Earth Kingdom. You want to know my connection on this one? Hit me. Mike Anderson. His his Twitter handle is Iron Mike. He's he's a metal bender. So, okay. All Earth right. Kingdom. Earth Kingdom. Nova. I'm thinking Earth Kingdom. Slow and steady. Always know what you're gonna get out of Villanova. That's me. And I kind of see Jay Wright is like that dude. Remember in Boston, say Brennan, the dude just kind of like runs the fucking whole underground bullshit. That's Jay Wright to me. Mafia. Yes. He uh. His Italian white point guards. Yeah. He's a mafia. He's a mafia boss. I know. So that's that's to me. They're running Boston State. They got a whole underground network. They're slow and steady. You know what you're gonna get. They're they're either winning titles or they're not making it out of the first weekend. They're persistent. They're consistent. You know what you're getting yeah. out of Villanova. So our last non-Xavier team, our last unimportant team, is Seton Hall, and I, it's another. I throw my arms up. I don't know. Do they even have a brand other than underachieving? I think we got to put them in air because I have to put them in air because um, Kevin Willard's the avatar. Oh yeah, of course. So that, that's an easy one for me. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I, Brandon, I you have an opinion on Seton Hall? I was kind of torn between fire and water, but I want to go with water because, you know, they're pirates. They make their living on the water. <laughs> that's fair. Okay. All right. That's fair. And then Xavier, obviously water tribe for sure. They're the good guys. I think we all had them in, in water. Yeah. yeah. But for different reasons. Yeah, we've got a whole uh, water tribe, southern, northern. we got an upper bowl, lower bowl, little thing, but also it's a family, all for one. I think we, I think we pretty much got David, and we're the good guys. So, of course, water. <laughs> the, the best guys, obviously. obviously um, the best guys. And we're still, we're still waiting that power. So, for sure. I think I think it's yeah, a very yeah. good, very good spot for it, and we're kind of and, and Layton's the avatar, you know, and it's kind of seen through his lens, even though he's air tribe, you know. But he follows the water tribe dudes around because he's gonna fucking take over, save the world. It, if it wasn't for the waterbenders, there's no show. <sighs> Hit it on the head, my dude. <laughs> and and Sokka, who has no powers, but improve. Um. So, any other ones that stood out to you? Because to me, Kentucky, also Earth tribe, they're also the underground like mafia shit with Calipari. Are there any other funny ones that stuck out to you guys? See, I kind of have um, Gonzaga in the, the crew that's kind of like away from the rest of the world. Okay. Just because, I mean, they're, they're, they're so much – they're they so far fit. above. And, like, they're so far above where they are, but they're not they grouped fit. with – right the blue bloods where they think they should be and a lot of people feel like they should be. Yeah. They don't fit in there. 100%. And, and then if people can't figure it out. I don't know much about avatar. I haven't seen it about 10 years. I just want to disclose that, but <laughs> didn't make that obvious. Wow. Selling himself out. You hate to see it. I'm doing the best I can. You don't get a lot of people telling on themselves these days. Good for you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's why you're canceled. 
All right, boys. I think we pretty much hit it on the head. Anything more would probably be overkill. Brennan, appreciate the convo and the idea, man. It was a freaking blast. Definitely. And good for you for doing your homework because that <laughs> it was good that we could uh, educate the people, whether it be actual homework done by you or three is greater than two or Z comes after Y. Hey, I don't do my homework for actual school, so I got to <laughs> occupy my time somehow. And we're big homework stands here. <laughs> do your homework, kids. Uh, if we do it, we do it for the kids. All right, good stuff, boys. It was a blast, man. Thanks for coming on and Jack asking with us. Okay, Andy, that is pretty much a podcast. A uh, massive shout-out to Brent Conley for coming up on here and talking to some idiots. That was really, really fun. Had a good time there. And Andy... Real quick before we sign off, we'd be remiss if we didn't really get hype about 69 listeners. We need to, we, we appreciate you guys uh, giving us this time, giving us this moment of just pure glory. We've reached the greatest hole of glory imaginable. 69 estimated listeners. Tyson Tate, we're proud of us. We, re- we got the race of 69 trademark. We are, we're in there, man. Like, so uh, our 69 party is being planned. Uh, all 69 of you, just uh, send us an email and you'll get your interview or you'll get your invite and we'll go from there. Um, this is the pinnacle. So thank you. And uh, in, in all honesty, real quick, Andy, I just want to show some gratitude. Like, so in, in all honesty, like I know we're fucking morons. This is something we both literally actually enjoy doing. It's fun for us. We have a good time getting on here, talking some bullshit. And, uh, you know, serious note real quick. I know it's a shitty time, it's a shitty year. We know at least a few people get enjoyment out of this. If we can come on here and talk some bullshit and have a good time and look like idiots in front of people, you know, we genuinely do enjoy that. And we hope it is something that is enjoyable and something that makes, you know, your day a little less shitty. We actually do have fun with it. And if, and if you enjoy it, that's great. But we just want you to know that, like, we appreciate you. And hopefully it's something that doesn't make life at least a little bit worse. So I just wanted to show some gratitude to people that are actually listening and engaging. It's fun. It's fun for us. Hopefully it's fun for you. Um, Andy, we're having a blast with this shit as always. Let's plug some uh, some company news here real quick. All right, yes. Um, so <clears throat> we just wanted to um, take a moment and appreciate you know what the Broken Anchor has done for us. Um, they've helped really given us a lot of resources and um, a platform for us to grow, and um, we want to do the same for them. Uh, Give their podcast a listen. Uh, it happens every. It goes up every Monday, about eight or nine o'clock in the morning. Start your week off with some uh, cool, mellow conversation. They really just talk about everything. Everything that happens in the media. Everything that just happens. Uh, it's just three guys having a great conversation. Good content there. Not to mention talking shit about the old biggie. <laughs> yeah, we're not like they will not. They're no longer allowed to talk about the old Big East. Um, so we have we, we have put our foot down there. No longer allowed to talk about that. Um, so don't worry, yeah. guys. Hell, <laughs> <was> bad. <laughs> Man, three good dudes talking about whatever bullshit comes to their mind. Um, they actually had some good stories about um, last week. That last week Joe talked about the time he got robbed at gunpoint. So that was that was a funny story. <laughs> I, was, I was losing it at that. And then, Andy, we have more just you and me, some local news with the Roll Bob podcast. We have an announcement. Um, we are not going to get into it too much, but 
keep your eyes out over the weekend and maybe early next week you'll and we have a big announcement i would call i would say double the excitement what you're feeling right now double the excitement get ready it's going to be big roadblock podcast is coming uh andy it was a blast as always appreciate you Shouts to Bluff City. Shouts to Stephen A. Burner account. Shouts to The Fly. Shouts to Sean McVay's pullback guy. Shouts to the JP Dartinian head guy. Andy, it was a blast. Have a good weekend, you rascals. We out.